Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. I love the stories that we share on, um, specifically these days, but um, I think we're probably recording and this is great for anyone on the, on the podcast that's listening to this later to hear this too. But the stories, right before we share leadership every single week, we share stories. We're on mission to make every story matter. We say that. That's our mission statement. That's, oh my gosh, looks so good, you know, on a graphic. We're on mission to make every story matter. It's like, yes. But when you say that and then when you actually know it and then you do it, that is why we're able to keep telling the stories every week. And so it's just so, it is, it is actually vital to the future existence of this church that we all actually make someone else's story matter. It actually, it really, it impacts eternity. Like heaven is being impacted. Like there are families being reunited, families finding a home in church, families, kids asking to come back to church because they felt like their story mattered here. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is, we've prayed for this for over a decade, literally begged for every single seat that would be filled, that those stories would understand that God loves them, that he's for them, he believes in them, he hasn't left them, he'll never forsake them, he has a great future in front of them. It is literally our prayers. And so that's just that. But um, I just, it, seeing people connect on Sunday mornings and seeing people exchange phone numbers and names and social um, what do you call that? Names? Social names? No, it's called something else. Handles. Handles. There it is. Um, okay. John 12, 1 through 8. Um, six days before the Passover celebration began, Jesus arrived in Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he had raised from the dead. A dinner was prepared for in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus was among them who ate with them. Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair. The house was filled with fragrance. But Judas, the disciple who would soon betray him, which I just, you know, I hate it for him that he kind of has a self, self-fulfilling self uh, fulfilling prophecy behind his name here, but bless it. Um, anyway, and so that, that he said, hey, that perfume's worth so much. It's worth a year. It could have been sold, money given to the poor. Not to mention, I love this, like, when you, like, have, like, the asterisk, like, the little side note. Not that he cared for the poor, because he was a thief. Since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole something for himself. It's like, hmm, side note. Um, leave her alone. Um, she did this in preparation for my burial. You will always have the poor. You will not always have me. Um, thinking about this, and this scripture came to mind, um, this thought was, what are you pouring out? What are you pouring out? What are you pouring out? Because everyone is pouring out something. It, everyone is building something. What are you pouring out? And the oil that we have the, to pour out by the grace of God, thank you, Jesus, that we're here and that we get to do this and we get to build his house together, that we get to build the church together, we get to raise our families together. Thank you, God. I'm so very, very grateful. Um, but I would ask you, is the oil that you're pouring out, is it fresh? Is it fresh? And, you know, fresh oil kind of costs a little bit more <laughs> than old <laughs> Fresh, 
we'll just talk about food, okay? If you go to a nice restaurant and you have this stunning, incredible meal that's just like literally a chef has been curating every little piece, just that's going to cost more than going and getting a bag of burgers from Burger King or wherever you get burgers. I don't even go to Burger King. If it was me, Whataburger, Texas. Um, but what, is your oil, is it fresh? Did it cost you something? Is it actually coming from heaven? Is it actually an overflow from your prayer life? Is it actually an overflow of you praying for people? Because we all know what fresh, good, good food tastes like. And we also know what leftover food tastes like. And I'm not mad at leftovers, okay? I, I don't know about you. I actually am okay. Like, I actually like eating leftovers. I can't eat leftover chicken often, but at any kind of, like, casserole things, like, sign me up. Like, I'm good for it. So I'm not hating on the leftover oil because, you know what? Praise God, you still got some oil, okay? Everyone's been through different things. We all have had different seasons, and there have been seasons in my life when you should be thankful that you're getting some leftover, okay? So I'm not hating on the leftover, but I think it's important that we understand the source, that it is not us that's producing this oil. It's the Holy Spirit through us. It's God's presence in us. And so then when you're serving leftovers, we all know what leftovers taste like in the natural and the spiritual. Come on. We know what they taste like. So then you know, mm, I better get in that kitchen quick, pretty quick. I'm going to need some fresh. <laughs> I'm going to need some fresh soon. And I think this is where knowing, like, the difference of these things, and this is, again, this is a leadership talk. This is not something I probably would talk about on a Sunday morning because we actually have a lot of people that are new to the page of even Christianity that are walking through the door. So if I'm coming here and talking about, what's your oil? Is it fresh? Is it leftover? Is this? They'd be like, I don't even know Jesus, lady. Like, what are you talking about? Which, thank God, he's bringing people into the doors of our church that don't yet have a relationship with him. And it's this kind of thing that can be, you know, curated and really, you know, developed in connect groups, these conversations. That's the, the our hope and prayers that people coming through the doors would then get into a connect group. And they'd actually be able to talk to someone who's had further experience with them and be able to tell them what it means to have fresh oil in your life. Because <laughs> if you would have talked to me about this when I first walked through the doors at 20 years old in Austin, Texas, I would have probably never walked back in that church again. Because I'd have been like, they're talking about cooking some chicken and some oil and people. They're cooking people. They're cooking people. They're frying people. I don't know what they're talking about, but the only kind of oil I know is my mama makes fried chicken. So I don't know what they're doing over here. But I feel like we can all like get same level here and we can talk about this and it not be weird, but also it be something that we actually ask ourselves and we take some inventory of, is this fresh? Is it my thoughts? Are these your thoughts, God? Does this line up with what you say or is this just what my mom always told me? Like, is this actually scriptural or is this just what TikTok has been talking about? Like, what is, what is it? Because it needs to be fresh. It needs to be pure. It needs to be pure. It needs to be actually straight from the source. Straight from the source. You know, that's why people can charge so much different amount of money for different bottles of water. It's all water. But, you know, there's, like, different, like, this came from this reservoir. This came from this kind of water filter. Or this was triple filtered. Or this was reverse osmosis. Or this was Ozarka. Or this is Fiji. Or this is... Whatever it is that you like, it doesn't matter whether you're paying $2 for a bottle of water, whatever it is, 
but there is, there's a difference in the taste, people. And I know I sound crazy, because I used to think those people were crazy that had a preference of water. How are you going to have a preference on water? Gosh. But good water tastes different than bad water. And I don't know, you know, I have, we have some people we know that have, they live on a well. And, you know, when you live on it, it is all you know as your source. It's just what it is. It's just, and it's good for you. You like it. You enjoy it. It's good. But when you come in from an outside source and you're used to the pure, that fresh, that good, good reverse osmosis, you've got the filter on your shower. Now I see him peddling that on Instagram, and I want to swipe up so bad on that triple filter on my hair. They say it makes your hair feel so good. You've never had cleaner hair than if you had this special kind of thing on your your spigot on your shower head. I'm like, gosh, I'm an easy sell on these things. Jessica, stop it. But you know... I'm just saying, when you have good water and then you go to someone's house that has well water and they just poured a bunch of bleach in their well, guess what? You know the difference. Oh, you know. They don't know. So what is it for us as Christ-like leaders, as Christ followers, what is our duty when it comes to oil and pouring it out? Location, location, location. It's everything. Would it have been bad to sell the perfume and give it to the poor? No, it's, it's not bad. But was the right thing at the right time when you have that fresh, good, pure oil and you know exactly where you're supposed to pour it, you know exactly to the detail of what's supposed to happen, it's supposed to go at Jesus' feet? Good intentions, but just a little bit off. And that usually is a sign that you have some leftovers. It, it's usually... It's, you know, it doesn't even have to be leftovers. It could be actually contaminated. You've been a part of a well that hasn't been feeding the right things for too long. It's been too long since you've encouraged someone other than yourself. It's been too long since you put someone else in front of you. It's been too long since you've actually said, God, less of me and more of you in my finances. Less of you, less of me and more of you in the way I show up on a Sunday, in the way I walk into Target. We don't even have to talk about the church, this building of the church. How are you being the church when you go to the grocery store? How are you being the hands and feet of Jesus to actually pour out fresh, pure oil, when you are paying your water bill, when you're going to get your tags renewed, you know, I'm just saying, whatever it is that you do, when you have to go look at someone's eyes, what are you pouring out and where are you pouring it out? Because if your best oil, if your best oil is going to research how you're going to, I don't know, change your, your, skincare routine or your best oil is what vacation you're going to go on this year. Your best oil is how you're going to get these things that you can go like this in the mirror and your muscles change and everything, you know. I don't know. You know, I see these people. They post these pictures. They, these guys, they're really into these certain things. If that's your, if that's your best oil, oh, oh. Not, again, it's not wrong. It's not bad. It's not even bad. This is the thing that can get so, it's so hard. Because it's not bad to sell the oil and give it to the poor. It's not bad to go to the gym. It's not bad to get some skincare routine. It's not bad. But where is the costly oil going? 
where's the fresh oil going? And so location, location, location. And, you know, this is why we say that we're planted in church. This is why we say that we're, we were wanting to be a Christ-like leader that sees like him, that senses like him. Our eyes go where his eyes are. Our heart breaks for what breaks his. That is why we pray those things is because location matters. Location matters. What are you pouring out and where are you pouring it out? And if you're listening to this podcast or sitting in this room this morning and you're like, well, I don't really know what I'm pouring out. I mean, I think it just kind of goes everywhere. I mean, location is anyone that comes in contact with me, they're going to get it, whatever it is, good or bad that day. I would ask you to ask someone, if you're not in a connect group, find a connect group. (laughs) Find a connect group. But I would ask you to actually find someone that you love, someone that you trust, and ask them. Ask someone else. Because, you know, we can be, it can be hard for us to be an actual critic of something that's going on in our lives because we are so critical of ourselves. So we're just like, oh, we're terrible. Oh, we're never going to do it. We're never going to make it. It's just terrible. You're terrible. When it's like, mm, that's not all true. I mean, you probably make some bad choices. I probably make some bad choices, but it's not always the case. So you need someone that has a good balance that can actually speak into your life and say, you know what? This part of your life, I actually see freshness. I see it. Because doesn't matter. It, for every single person that walks through the doors of the church on Sunday morning, they don't have a relationship with God. Guess what? They have freshness in their life. There is something, a slice of heaven. We are all made in God's image. So what does that mean? That means every single one of us have a piece of it. Every single one of us have a piece of it. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter anything. That, none of that matters. But it is then now, where am I going to, what's the location? Where am I going to pour this out at? And I want to be more, oh my gosh, I want to be so much more like Mary, where she was just not even consumed with what was going on and just obedient to say, I'm going to pour this out at Jesus' feet. This is actually the location. And so I say, ask someone that you love, that you trust, hey, what do you feel? Like, what do you see for me? What do you see for me? Just ask them. Be vulnerable. But don't just ask anybody, okay? I'm just going to say that. Don't just ask anybody. Don't put a question box up on your Instagram story and ask in, ask in the world. But ask someone that loves you, someone that cares for you. And if you're like, I don't have someone like that. I don't, because there was a time in my life I didn't have anyone that I would actually go to and ask that question to because they didn't know me and they would have thought, oh, just the, you're just into this and you're just this, you're just that. When it's like, no, there's some good there. There's good there. There's, pure, there's some pure there. There's some fresh there. I would ask you to get in a connect group here at church to actually just meet some people. And you can go to more than one connect group. You don't just have to go to one connect group. Find your people and choose the right location and ask God to actually guide you. That's how you choose. You ask God to guide you of where that needs to be. What serve team should it be on? What connect group should it be in? What relationship do I need to deepen? What person do I need to encourage? That can be something, the way that you pour it out, you just encourage another person. Um, Anyway, that's that. So what are you pouring out and where are you pouring it out? Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.